Hi, welcome to Gospel Hit, 10-minute presentations from the Bible. Today's presentation is from the series The Rescuer by Pastor Tremon Jackson. Help me believe, taken from Mark 9, 20-24. Let's go for a Gospel Hit. Let me just give you a story of something that happened to me a while back so you can understand how I come to faith. See, in 2018, on the 3rd of June, God gave my little daughter to us, my, my wife and I. Initially, we had decided that we wanted to breastfeed, but we didn't, under, we didn't know what would come with breastfeeding. We didn't know how difficult it would be. And a lot of mothers out there I know can understand and agree that it is not easy. See, a few days into this new father and motherly, um, mother and father, we began to realize that it wasn't, it wasn't easy. It was tiring for my wife. It was tiring for me. And so we decided what we're going to do, we're going to top up her night feed with formula. She drank. Yes, she did. But guess what? The young lady wouldn't pass a stool. Now, I am ex-military. And I've done all the sleep deprivation training and sleep deprivation exercises that you can find. But when you're woken up at three, sometimes two, four o'clock in the morning with a baby who has just been fed and an hour later wants more food, everything that you think you know goes out the window. Everything that you thought you could do goes out the window. And here's what happened. Night after night, I let my wife sleep. Night after night, I'm walking through our flat room by room and I'm and this child is screaming and bawling the place down and I'm singing Jesus loves me this I know for the Bible tells me so and every other hymn that I knew trying to calm this child down and I'm praying and I'm saying Lord help my baby help this child but that night passed the other night passed the next night passed and guess what I begin to start having doubts will she ever pass a stool four days has now passed and there is no stool but you know what happened? I'm reminded, I was reminded one night about a man in the book of Mark who had a similar experience. He himself had a son and now he brought his son to Jesus for healing. But we didn't, we're not told how old his son was. But we know that this man was suffering with his son with a sickness, a certain sickness from childhood. He had a dumb spirit, the Bible says. And he brought him to be healed. And you see, when you look at scripture, before this, this account happened, we find Jesus in Matthew chapter 10, verse 5 to 8, giving his disciples power to cast out demons, to heal the sick, and to cleanse the leper. So when this man brought his child to disciples for healing, there was an expectation on his part that they would be healed. And when healing couldn't take place, he began to have doubts. Then what happened was we find in the Bible a debate ensued. Questions were being asked. Why? What is going on? And then Jesus finally turns up and he asks, why are you asking them questions? This father steps in and he starts explaining to Jesus the situation. He starts telling Jesus what was going on and he brought his son. He brought his son who had a dumb spirit to his disciples and they could not heal him. From reading the Bible, you begin to understand that God knows what you're going through. But what it is, he always wants you to tell him what you are going through because nothing that you're going through is too big for God nothing that you're going through is too small and sometimes we think we can't bother God with these small things but regardless of what it is God wants to know you see for this man for this father it was a dumb spirit attacking his son trying to destroy him for you it may be something else it may be a different spirit a spirit of alcohol 
a spirit of tobacco, and even worse, some sort of addictive spirit trying to destroy you, trying to destroy someone you love, maybe a, a brother, a sister, a spouse, a mother, a father, someone you love, and trying to destroy them as he was trying to destroy this man's son. The conversation ensued. But I don't want you to miss something, right? I want, you to, I want you to just catch hold of this. Because the father says to Jesus, if you can't do anything, if you can't do anything, have mercy on us and help me. The language that he uses is a language of doubt because he's saying, if you can. It begs the question, how did this man who had brought his son to Jesus for healing get to the place where now he's asking Jesus, if you can? You know, like when you, you, you have a problem and you know you've heard that someone has the ability to help your problem, but you don't, you're not too sure. So you go to the person and say, if you can help, help me, please. This is how this man came to Jesus. Yeah. But what's interesting is that Jesus doesn't berate the man for his doubts. What Jesus does is he turns the question back to the man. Where the man said, if you can help, help. Jesus says to him, if you can believe, then all things are possible. I thought I started scratching my head. I thought, what does... The, is it because of the of, of language translation why it came across to say if you can? So I went back to the original Greek. The original Greek. I don't want to use some Greek now, yeah? So please, please my, bear with me. He says to Jesus the word sune. And Jesus goes back to him with the exact words sune. And so he's saying to Jesus, if you are able to heal, and definitely Jesus goes back to him and says, if you are able to believe. And here's what he's saying. He's saying, if you possess the ability, the capability, the aptitude to believe, if you possess it within you, then all things are possible to the person who believes. And he's asking the man, is it in you to believe? And I'm asking you right now, when you cannot see a way out of your personal situation, when you cannot see a way out of the distress that you're facing or whatever it may be, whatever problems you're in, is it in you to believe? It may be your marriage that is on the rocks. It may be a family situation. Is it in you to believe that Jesus is able to heal? Back to my story quickly. You see, it came to around the fifth night of this screaming, screaming baby. As I'm there, I'm saying, Lord, help me, please. And the text came to my mind. And the only part of the text that came to my mind was, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. And as I read it, the man said to Jesus, after Jesus said, if you believe, the man said, I believe, help my unbelief. So I'm saying where I am lacking, where I'm doubting, help me to believe that you're able. To be honest, many of us believe that God can deal with our issues. Many of us. But the problem is when the rubber meets the road and the temperature gets hot, we begin to have doubts. And especially when we are praying and our prayers aren't answered straight away or in the way that we want, we begin to have doubts. And the Bible tells us that after Jesus healed this man, his disciples came to him and said, why couldn't we heal? Jesus said, some things will take prayer and fasting. But I like what Jesus says in Matthew. Because when Matthew chapter 17 verse 20 tells the story also, Jesus says to them, truly, I'm going to tell you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, remove hence, and go and go away and it will go and nothing is impossible to you so for me in closing i believe and he's asking you do you believe and where you have doubt you ask him 
Lord, help my unbelief. If you liked this presentation and have further questions or would like more information, we'd love to hear from you. Alternatively, if you'd like to begin a series of Bible studies, please feel free to contact us via our website at adventistradio.london. You can visit us on our social media platforms or you can text us on 82228. And remember to type the word hope before writing your text for you to join us next time for your gospel hit as we continue our series The Rescuer with Pastor Tremont Jackson. 